Hey everyone, welcome to the PC World Show. This is your home for tough talk about the most interesting tech topics of the week. Uh, I am John Phillips, Editor-in-Chief of PC World, and this week we have Mike Simon, our mobile reporter. Hello, everyone. And Mark Hockman, who covers Microsoft and AI and a lot of other different things. Uh, This is episode 44, and we're recording this on May 18th. Uh, I am sick. I'm going to try not to breathe on either of these guys or cough into my microphone as to offend the people at home. You sound good. Well, thank you. Yeah. Thank you. I got that gravelly, nice, gra- uh, raspy voice. I got, I got, yeah. yeah, the gravelly, raspy, <laughs> serious voice. Um, we're also broadcasting live to Facebook and YouTube right now. So hopefully if you're watching, you will contribute some questions or comments. Um, So the topic of the day is going to be Google I.O. Mike was there. Uh, Mark wrote up some stories. So let's get into that. We're going to talk about Google Assistant, Google Lens and Google Photos. Then I have a question about the very nature of Google I.O., their big developers conference. So, uh, okay, I want to start with Google Assistant. Uh, Mike, they showed some interesting stuff on stage, but you actually got to use it. So why don't you describe how the assistant is changing? Well, the number one thing that's changed is you don't have to talk to it. And I've been I've been preaching this ever since we first got our 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 phone assistance that I don't want to be in a room or the office or the bedroom or wherever and have to say, Okay, Google or Hey Siri or Cortana or whatever it is. Because that's embarrassing. Yes. <laughs> yes. I mean, why, why do you need to do that? To, 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 so you could just press the, the, there's a new little uh, keyboard button. You press it and you just type to it just like you would talk to it. And you can just say weather today and I'll bring it up or um, what's my flight or whatever you want to write. It's, it's just as quick. Maybe, you know, maybe it might take you a couple, uh, a couple extra things if the, if the uh, predictive text doesn't work. But it doesn't slow you down and it's just much more friendly. And I'm going to use it way more often than I would with OK Google. OK Google is cool in the car. It's cool with Google Home. But on your phone, it's just better to type. Right. And I don't know why it took this long, but I'm glad it's there. And so um, some people, well, someone in the office remarked, so how is that different from Google Now? If you could type into the Google Now right. search box. And that's a big you know, controversy that there's so many different ways yeah. to search. Google, on Google Assistant is what's on your phone, right? You hit the home button yeah. and it pops up. Okay. And Google, Google, and Google Assist- Home. Right. Yeah. yeah. I mean, Google, Google Assistant Home. is kind of the modern, newer version of Google Now. I mean, right. Google Now is more like a, 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 a voice search bar. <coughs> this is more integrated into your account, integrated into you know, more different things. And it's... It's it's rapidly becoming just a, a bona fide platform, right? Where Android is, you know, the the, the underlying uh, system, but Google Assistant is going to be the way we search, the way we use Google Search, without going to Chrome or going to you know the, the, the touch bar on our phones. And it's a true chat bot yes. as opposed to Google now. Yeah, it's very conversational. Yeah. Now it's uh, on it's on iOS now. It's too, on right? iOS now too, which is huge. Yeah. And that opens it up to millions of users. So yeah. how is that gonna how do you how do you see an Apple good person using that versus Siri? I mean because Siri is there. I mean, yeah. is, is, I mean is it better than Siri? It's better than Siri. It won't be as deeply integrated because Apple won't allow it. Um, so it depends on, on what 
Apple brings at its developer conference in a couple of weeks with Siri. Right. Because right now, Siri is, is lagging seriously, both in the way it understands and what it can do. Mm. Some of that is because Apple places pretty hard limits on what it can access and, and, and how it can integrate with your phone into, into your account. And I don't really see that changing. But the if, if it's just an app and you can just press the Assistant app and everything's there, mm. I mean, I, I don't see why people won't use it to, to do but, common tasks. But Siri has the home button integration, right. but you have to press the Google uh, uh, Google Assistant app to get to Google Assistant. Right. And that's a sort of an extra layer yes. that doesn't suggest immediacy mm -hmm. or integration. Right. It's also unclear. Now, I don't know about if it's iOS, but <clears throat> Apple doesn't really have, I mean, they have HomeKit, but they don't really have too solid of an integration with, with the, the, the smart home. And that's one of the things that Google's been yeah. sort of talking about at I.O., right, is the integration with uh, some of these sort of major um, devices. I mean, they talked about Sony and Panasonic, but mm -hmm. I think in January they actually talked about specifics where they had uh, the Aquas TVs and the Sony Bravia, if I remember correctly. So <laughs> if you're using Google Assistant, I mean, how is that going to sort of how how are you going to be able to interact with your smart home via assistant? You're going to be able to tell your 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 laundry machine to turn on or your oven to just heat up to 350. I mean, th on the on the Android phones, yeah. I mean, yeah. That, that's literally what you're going to be able to do. Right. And you can, you know, they're 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 working on scheduling where you can just say um, uh, good night, right? Or, or okay, Google good night, or type in good night, and it'll shut off the lights, it'll turn off the TV, and it'll do all these um, different tasks at once. I don't know how that's going to work on iOS or if it's going to work on iOS. Sure. It depends on what Apple allows as far as uh, reaching into the parts of the phone to to uh, to integrate with other smart objects. Are you the type of person that would interact with your home via Google? I don't. I'm not a smart home person at all. <laughs> I don't have. I, I have Google Home. I have uh, an Echo. Sure. It's, I don't. I don't use it for right. that stuff, though. It's great. I mean, already this, these are existing um, <clears throat> features, but you can use the Google Home um, speaker mm. to uh, launch um, a YouTube video mm -hmm. via right. your Chromecast. Right. So there's, and you could use it to turn on light bulbs and stuff like that. But but now there's even deeper assistant integration into third-party apps. So and I know you did a demo yeah. on that. How do, so what's going on there? Yeah, that's separate from like smart objects at all. This is working with apps. I I used a um, a, um, a bartending mixing app. Mm. And so you would say the, the the name of it was called it was called Tender Cocktail. So you would say uh, talk to Tender, and it brings up a different interface. You know, kind of comes up on top of Assistant, and you're operating now within that app. So you can say um, show me tequila drinks, or just say tequila, and it'll show you drinks with tequila or vodka or whatever you want to do. You you can scroll through. It's like it's a uh, it's, it's it's a horizontal scrolling. You can it shows you like ten or so different drinks. You select the one you want. It brings it up and asks you if you want me to read you or if you want Google Assistant to read instructions. It shows you what you need to make it. And, you know, I'm not a drinker, so I wouldn't use that. But I can definitely see how it could, you know, how it could reduce our reliance on having all these apps open all the time. And, you know, what's open and jumping back and forth between them and really make Google Assistant like the primary place we go just to do quick little things on our phone. It's interesting because when I was at uh, Microsoft's Build Conference, they had something called uh, Cortana Skills, which is basically the same thing, same thing right? Yeah. It's that like you're basically using Cortana, except it presents it in a nice card form. And the example they used was, how do you make a whiskey sour? Uh, that's funny. <laughs> I think it's a lot of en en engineers it's are probably, drinking. It's also probably pretty easy to um, 
to to use drink you know mixology exactly. as a demo yeah. point sure. for recipes mm -hmm. for and that's because it's not too complicated yeah, right. amazon does that with alexa as well right. but seeing it on the phone takes it just it's just easier to mm -hmm. interact with and it's just it's, it's quicker and the uh, payments so the, the payments portion of io was that a, was that an assistant story or was that um sort of geared into some other product. No, that's a, I mean, that's definitely Google Assistant. They, they weren't demoing that just yet. Mm. They showed it on the stage and it looked, you know, pretty seamless and pretty cool. You, it, it uses your previous payment and address information to make it really quick. And it's the same type of thing where it brings up a new interface and you're, 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 you're talking to, they, they showed Panera. So if you're ordering something, just like um, you know, with the with the bartending thing, it shows you you know different things you want to order, how you, how you want to customize your order, you know, this is what you're getting. Is, is it okay? Is it, is it right? Do you want to make any changes? All without you know talking to someone, and and it, you know you just do it quick, quick, quick on your phone, and you know you uh, you pay for it, you get it, you check out, and it's done. Just another way that Google is you know not only making our lives easier, but Taking over everything okay. that we do and making going and th going right. through them. And and the, they, oh, sorry. sorry, authentication. How is that handling it? Is that done by a fingerprint or something of that sort? I mean, yeah. Okay. It's so, a so it's not your... or well, I guess Iris would work if your phone does right, that right, too. Right. Yeah. Okay. But that's assuming that you have Panera app, or is this through? Is it just because you went to the Panera web page? I'm not 100 percent sure. They didn't. They didn't say that. The I know the um, uh, bartending one was through an app. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that you know, presumably it would need the, the but but you know, well, maybe not. No, no, no. Uh, yeah. Actually, uh, on stage they did they did show hey uh, they weren't a Panera customer they didn't have anything stored in the Panera site they just um, immediately checked out as a guest and right. they didn't even have the app. Yeah. So they actually okay. swapped substituted an ingredient I think yeah. too that was yeah. pretty cool. Yeah. yeah. Wow. Very impressive. Yeah. Just um, more, more ways to make us antisocial. Yeah. And I think <laughs> well, yeah, but when you're ordering, so how many times have you had a bad connection on your phone yep. when you're yep. trying to talk to someone? Right. You know, when you're ordering a pizza sure. or uh, so I, I could see the usefulness. Yeah, of it. absolutely. And it's yeah. just you know quick if you're you know you just you're you're, you're rushing you don't want to make the phone call you get put on hold because they're too busy and you right. Know. Yeah, I wonder how much is going to take place, though. I mean, it's a very San Francisco technology. I wonder if, you know, Des Moines, it's going to be yeah, that true. way, you yeah, know, yeah. that type of thing. So we'll have to see. Yeah. Well, um, let's we're going to we're going to move quickly and we're going to go to Google Lens. Uh, and you also wrote about this and I think you did a video on it. So tell us about Google Lens. That, that was one of the very first things they showed, yeah. but they didn't uh, necessarily link it to assistant. Yeah, I mean it is it is it's through assistant it's through photos and it's through your camera. And if uh, if anyone's used Google goggles, mm -hmm. which is you know a five or six or seven year old service that was really cutting edge and pretty damn cool at the time, this is kind of like the modern version of that. So you can use your you can hold your phone up to an item. Uh, they they showed a flower and it'll recognize you know what kind of flower, what species it is, and That's show nice. you you know. Uh, you know, presumably it'll work across all sorts of different um, objects and buildings and animals and everything else that you can look at, and it's just it's 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 taking the 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 search out of you know a browser and putting it right into your phone. We saw it uh, last month with Samsung's the, the S8. They introduced Bixby, yeah, which is a similar type of thing, except it was very limited. To you know, books and you know, like if I took a picture of uh, ThinkPad, it would show me laptops from all different uh, classifications, Macs and you know, Chromebooks, everything. This is Google, and you know, we'll, we'll, I haven't. They, they weren't demoing it, but if if it can really nail down exactly what it's looking at, mm -hmm. I mean. It could be real cool. So they use the example of the router. Yes. Um, why don't you describe that? And I have a question about sure about that. That was um, he uh, uh, Sundar gave the 
uh, the uh, demonstration of if you're at a friend's house and you want to hook up to their Wi-Fi, you can, you know, take a picture of the uh, uh, of the identification with the uh, with the username and the password, and uh, Google Lens will know that it's Wi-Fi. It'll it'll find the um, the thing in the in the list. It'll f input the password, and and you'll be on your way. Well, that sounds so easy. I've never been to a house that has that. That's, well, that's, that's <laughs> well, the thing. Comcast yeah. routers do have the the password. I mean, there's the barcode on the, the password. Yeah, from from the cable companies. Yeah, right. yeah, yeah. But way down uh, in my basement. I I actually was pulled aside into a different uh, thing during that part of the um, of the I/O keynote. It's unclear if it's really just a router uh, trick, or are yeah. they saying like this kind of thing could be applied throughout? We have all these other different similar functions that are coming. I mean, it was one of those wow moments. The crowd oohed and odd, and then he kind of moved on. So we'll have to see. But I, I mean, if it works there, and this is in, it's still in its infancy. I mean, I don't see why it couldn't extend to you know different things that need passwords and all the you know yeah. just, just making things easier and typing things in and, and remembering passwords. I should point like that. out that from a Microsoft perspective, they've had something called Office Lens, which does a sort of the okay. same thing for a number of years, not to, to the level that the Google's doing it, but it's you know it's kind of a, a leapfrog type approach where one company does something and the other one kind of does it a little better and so mm -hmm. on. So it's very possible we'll see something from Microsoft in the future. But for right now, I mean, for example, the, the flower thing I think was interesting. Yeah. I mean, Microsoft's done that from the research department where they, they've taken a picture of like uh, a dog, I think, and, and shown the breed, mm -hmm. you know, and, but you know, this is, if this is everything, yeah, then right. that's much more sophisticated. And if it's, you know, if it's, everyone can use it wherever right. they are. Exactly. Right. Yeah. Yep. Yep. And it's, and it's really all keys back to the whole machine learning yeah, engines exactly. that mm -hmm. both companies are building. Sure. Does, does Apple really have a footprint in in this machine learning identification, yeah, if it is, it's I'm we're, not we're, we're not privy to it. Yeah. Yeah. I'm sure they're looking at it, but th I mean, the the biggest problem <clears throat> that Apple is going to run into is opening up the iPhone to access different. You know, they're very mm -hmm. sandboxed with with, yeah. with data and with what it can can get to. So everything that Siri does, Apple has to tell it, you yep. know, to do. Google it can access our account and search, and so that that's where you know Tim Cook or whoever's in charge of that's going to have to really take a hard look at that because if yeah. that's where we're going, they're going to be way behind. Yeah. Well, the other thing too, I think it's interesting to mention is that that you know we always talk in the journalism business about context, right? And this is really sort of taking <coughs> advantage of that because I mean. The picture, the example they showed to begin with was just walking down the street and looking at various businesses yep. and restaurants and so forth. And part of that was the recognition of the business, but part of it was just knowing where you were and yep. saying, "Oh, well, if you're here, then there's a business here, and it must correspond to what we're looking at." So that's kind of awesome yeah. to take a picture of a restaurant and know that if you could, could I walk in now and get yeah. a table, yeah. right? <laughs> that or even similar. like see the menu. Seems very feasible. Yeah. He showed yeah. um, he showed it, uh, uh, an example where he brought up the phone number. You click the phone number. You make you know it's just you know it just makes our life, make, makes everything so much easier, mm -hmm. more integrated. Or, Top-down view of Google Maps, so you know exactly yes. which parking spot to aim right. for. That'd be cool. And the uh, the translation stuff, you know, that's yeah. also cool. You know, if yeah. you're in another country, you don't, you know, you're you're, you're on business. Oh, yeah, describe you know. that. Yeah, so you um, like if you see a street sign or or anything, you would hold up your phone, take a picture of it, and you can just click that. You know, it would recognize the language and it'll, yeah. it'll translate it right for you. Yeah. So you know that could. I mean, that, that, that could be groundbreaking yeah. for, for, you know, for people who are in foreign lands and, you know, are still learning the language, still struggling. Yeah. Well, and something that, uh, you know, they didn't frame it in this way and they didn't even bring it up <coughs> later uh, in the show. But I mean, this is this is AR as right. well. I mean, this yep, is sure. kind of saying, hey, this is the promise of the, you know, uh, Google Glass and, mm -hmm. and all that sort of stuff that, you know, really kind of melds those those two worlds together. I'm surprised they didn't kind of like, you know. Like frame it a little bit because AR is such a hot word. So. Yeah, 
Yeah, I mean, I mean they, they they did get into AR a little bit with with um, that that Lowe's demonstration mm, where they were showing right. you how you can like find like a like a like a nail or something. Yeah, like that for. GPS. Yep. Well, cool. Um, and I think Lens has integration with photos. So let's just segue to, to photos now. Um, so, what are the top line features there, other than this uh, book, you, this hardcover book you can yeah, buy? Yeah. Let's we'll get into that too. Okay. Uh, the, the biggest thing with photos was was sharing, and the. Um, I, I mean, I never really thought of it as a problem. Like I share, you know, yeah. I, have a, I have a five-year-old son, so mm -hmm. my wife and I are constantly sharing photos with each other and with our family. But the way Google presented it, apparently it's a big problem that people have where they forget to share photos or they're not sharing the right ones or their, you know, their friends are saying, hey, you never sent that to me. So it, uh, there's a couple of different levels to it. For one, it, it, it'll suggest photos that you took that have people in it. So like if the three of us took a photo together, it was on my phone, it would say, do you want to send this to John and Mark, which is pretty cool. Yeah. That, you know, that, I, that, that could be useful. And um, the other thing, which I'm not totally sold on is automatic sharing, which I could see problems. Oh arising. yeah. That, <laughs> most definitely. Just stop there for a second. <laughs> yeah. So you got to, uh, how am I going to explain this? <laughs> What, what if you're having an affair <laughs> with your, you know, your, your uh, brother's wife Sure. and the phone thinks all these people are friendly people. Do you want to share this picture of, it, of you and the person you're taking a selfie with? I uh, tell you. It's, locked in an embrace? There, could get there are dangerous. issues. Absolutely. There are. Even if it's not happening and it's, you know, you're with this person and yeah. they send a phone, like, what are you doing? They're like, yeah. could be innocent. You <laughs> right. could still get in trouble. Right. Right. I could right. think right. of, yeah, so yeah. many different ways. Yeah. There could be workplace issues exactly. with you. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. So that. I'm not so sure I would turn that one on, but the suggested sharing is cool. And, you know, it seems to be that there's more uh, machine learning in photos as well, where mm. it's going to kind of filter out the in-focus photos from the blurry ones right. and, you know, get rid of duplicates and, you know, kind of like streamline your library, so to speak. Well, that was the other thing, right? It was the picture they showed of the the, the, the girl playing softball. Oh, yeah, was that the was screen incredible. Yeah, explain that yeah. a little bit. That I mean, that's that looks, seems like it's a little far off, but mm. they it was like a Photoshop, um, um, you know, brush almost, where right. they... It was it was it was it was a girl in a, playing little league at the at bat, and you know you have the the fence behind home plate to protect the parents from getting hit, and uh, they showed the photo with the fence, and the next photo it was just gone. Yeah, and you know we we, we they they had this on high end photo editing software, and but it, <coughs> even then it's not instantaneous, and it you know so, I mean who knows how it's going to work in in real life, but um, if that's I mean, that, that, that's amazing. And, yeah. and something they can bring to a consumer level. Knowing right. Google, they would say, hey, we have a photo for you to check out. Would you like to keep it? And it would be fixed. I right. Mean, it would be exactly. just yeah, like yeah. that. Yep. They create animations yep. or black and yep. white versions. I mean, just the fact that they knew that was something you might not want in the photo. Right. Yeah. I mean, that's really taking machine learning to just total different new levels. Well, then they had in the research, they didn't really, they sort of, they showed it very briefly. And they had, but I thought it was neat because they had a research announcement like a week or two ago where they had basically, if you took a, a night shot with a pixel or a, mm -hmm. like, a, like a lighthouse yes. in the middle of the night. It basically sort of used machine learning and several exposures to sort of come up with a composite yep. that was was really sharp as opposed to sort of grainy yep. as you get in a nice shot. I mean, that kind of stuff really has some practical value. Yeah, I mean, they, they did show that, and presumably in uh, Pixel 2, that'll be right. a pretty big port. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. What, think. So what about these hardcover books? Uh, is the idea that it's just automatically going to generate an album for you, or do you pick and choose what you want? Uh, I guess both. Uh -huh. I mean, they they will automatically generate, and you can pick and choose. And uh, the way they showed it, um, and the, and the examples we saw, they were all you know 
great looking photos yeah. and it goes through and if you have one that's low res or out of focus it'll tell you and you know boil it down to just the ones that you want I mean, I don't know. This seems like it's an Apple thing, really. Yeah, yeah. It's, it yeah. seems like an Apple thing from yeah. from 2005. Yeah. yeah, like I don't know how well you know. It's ten bucks, so the price is right. I guess they make good Christmas presents, but I forgot the name of the company. But there is a company that makes these that that has a mm. pretty you know uh, historically strong business in making these yeah, hardcover yeah. books. And I bet either they're just working with them or maybe yeah. bought them. Yeah. I mean, I think it's, this is one of those things like Apple's books that just one day it'll go away and we'll never know. I I don't, I don't, I don't see it catching on, Yeah. but you know, the Google photo stuff, the, the sharing, all that stuff, that's, that's, um, that's way more important. I think. I mean, honestly, I, I always thought, I mean, just to start to jump in, but I mean, you know, because Microsoft had a photos app, basically the story remix they introduced at build, Mm -hmm. which is basically sort of supposedly going to be able to add, you know, like 3D objects to it, which is sort of Microsoft's hook right now. Um, But I always thought that, uh, and I sort of pointed it out in my hands-on, is that um, I really thought that Google is sort of really superior as far as, you know, just sort of surfacing photos that really are interesting and so forth. I mean, not just taking a photo and turning it into a slideshow or creating sort of an animated, you know, movie out of it, which is what Microsoft's doing with Story Remix. But one of the things they did recently I thought was really cool is they took a photo, they, uh, they automatically recognized my youngest son and they just did a little slideshow yep. about like how they grow up so fast. And I thought, wow. well, you know, yeah. that's a kind of neat, that's a one of those, yeah. you know, it, 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 you know it, was, it was delightful, it was touching, it was spontaneous. And, you know, I sent it to my wife and she's like, oh, I love this, you know, that kind of thing. That's the kind of thing that I think that, you know, Consumers really, it was really value. Yeah. It's funny when uh, photos was introduced at uh, I.O. Was it one year ago? Two years ago? Must have been two years ago. Yeah. Uh, so many people, so many tech journalists who you knew were iPhone first tech journalists mm-hmm. were writing stories like, this is incredible. This is, you know, this will change the way I use photos. It's the best thing Google ever did. So it's been a really popular yeah. and um, eye-opening product for them. And it's it's the same on the iPhone. I mean, I yeah. use it across iPads and Macs and my, you know, my wife has an iPhone. She has Google Photos. It's It's the <clears> best bar none. I mean, no one's even in the league right. of Google Photos. It's fantastic. Yeah, yeah. it is. And it's fast, and you know it uploads almost instantaneously. It's just it's 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 awesome already, and the things that they're adding to it are just going to make you know I can't imagine anyone catching up. Mm-hmm. Yeah, cool. Um, okay, so we are gonna close it out with my right or wrong question of the day. Um, there's only two ways you can answer this question, Mike. I'm going to go to you first. You can either answer it with a right or a wrong. There's no in between. Um, but you're welcome to come up with a crafty way of answering it. Uh, okay, here we go. <clears throat> right or wrong. This was a very quiet Google IO, but that's okay. I'm going to say right. I think the biggest problem here is Google has put too much expectations on IO. It's a developer show. And the things we saw were, you know, like we were just saying, I mean, next level stuff. This is the, these are, this is more important than a, a new pixel or a new Google home. These are things that we're going to be using on a daily basis. It's going to become second nature. It's going to make our lives easier. And, you know, five years ago, Google introduced, you know, Chromebooks and they brought out phones. And I think that's the problem. So they, people are now ex- expecting that at every show. But the last few years, they haven't really redu- uh, introduced any new hardware. We saw Google Home last year, but that was just, a, you know, it didn't go on sale for six months. And then, you know, they introduced a Pixel at the, in October, and that's kind of the Apple method. In the spring, you see what the software is, and in the fall, you see what the hardware is. And you know, nobody, everyone, people in the Apple world, 
they don't really expect to see hardware anymore at, at uh, WWDC. If we get it, that's great. But you know, they they realize that it's, <laughs> it's about iOS, it's about OS ten, and you know, we're we're going to see a, 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 the software side, which is as important, if not more important, than the hardware. Because without good software, you're, you're you know, it's just a pretty a pretty looking phone. It doesn't doesn't mean anything. Sure. So I think the um, you know, I think that a, you know, a quiet show in the sense that there's no splashy releases. I'm 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 all for that. Okay, Mark. Same question. Right, right or wrong? Uh, <clears throat> right or wrong? This was a very quiet Google I/O, but that's okay. I'm going to say wrong, just for the sake of argument. And the, the, my argument is, is this: is that um, it is okay to go ahead and release, just you know, talk about the software and talk about some of the features and so forth. I would have liked to have seen some sort of focus. I mean, uh, a hardware device for me is a focal point. Um, a Google Home sort of, a, you know, it's just coalesces <laughs> Google Assistant into, 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 into mm-hmm. something that you can actually use. Sure. Um, they announced the ASUS, the second generation AR phone. Yeah. I would have liked to have seen that sort of. As a handout, now not just for the fact that you know you get something cool, you know you go to the Google I/O, but just to sort of say, all right, look, you know this is what we're talking about. This is how it's being used, and you got to demonstrate mm-hmm. in some way. You got to put it in front of because <laughs> the one problem I thought with. And maybe Google Home's simple enough that it's understandable. But I thought one of the problems that I've always had <clears throat> with sort of talking about stuff on stage and in PowerPoint slides is, again, you have to sort of experience it to believe it. And it's getting to the point where, you know, a PC is a collection of specs, basically. Mm-hmm. And people understand that. But a lot of these things now are more experiential and so forth. And this is how it interacts with you if you ask it this, or this is how it, inter- you know, this is how it feels when you hold it and so forth. And I think that putting that device in developers' hands and getting buzz and so forth is one of the things that sort of helps um, any company really sort of just generate buzz and desire and so forth. So I, I think that really not having that um, might not have been a catastrophic failure, but I think it was sort of a weak point of Google I.O. Okay. I, that's a really, I like both answers. Really good points, Mark. The uh, hardware really does put the focal point on, a, on an experience the way just seeing it on stage can. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> I'll answer my own question. Um, I think it's okay that it, that it was rather quiet. Um, because they seem to be doing these big hardware <laughs> uh, reveals like they did with the Pixel and Google Home um, last year. So really excited to see Pixel 2 or whatever it's going to yeah. be called. Uh, they, they have catch up would be the wrong word, but the other their partners in HTC and LG and certainly Samsung are doing interesting things. And so you you see the phones that have been announced so far and you think like is google going to go for that aspect ratio Mm. uh you know what is google going to do for its cameras so i'm excited to see how that changes yeah the pixel 2 is interesting because the current pixel looks hopelessly outdated compared to the galaxy s8 (laughs) i still like it oh it's a great phone yeah it's probably the best android phone just for the sake that it works so well with android (laughs) yeah and it's really fast and it's still absolutely and And, it doesn't lag and all that stuff and the software experience because it's you know it's simple it's 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 rockable and Mm -hmm. I, i think that's sometimes we can undervalue uh, the software experience. The camera's become such a focal point of yep. the phone. Really yeah. Has. <clears throat> anyway, so that's yeah. going to wrap it up for episode 44 of the PC World Show. I want to thank Mike Simon. Thank thanks, you. Mike. And Mark Ockman. Mm-hmm. Thanks. And thanks, Adam, on the board. And hey, Adam. And thanks, everyone, for watching. And we'll come back again with another another episode of the PC World Show. Mm-hmm.